Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd, 2021. Wow, another month has flown by. No more October. Say goodbye. October is in our rear view mirror. But what's not in our rear view mirror is Mr. Harvey Freed. Good morning, Harvey. Good morning, Harry, and welcome to our show. Harvey, it's a podcast. And um, we also welcome Roberto Boshane, our producer and director. He is always the man behind the curtain. Welcome, Roberto. Thanks a lot. You don't have to say anything because you speak softly and carry a big stick. Today is Wednesday, November 3rd. Capital Mortgage Funding, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, always powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. We are an equal housing lender at MLS number 2289. That is for our compliance and legal team. So let's talk about something before we get into November. Let's talk about what happened on Saturday, Harvey Freed. Big game, University of Michigan versus Michigan State University. And it's unbelievable. In East Lansing, the Michigan State Spartans came out on top of the Wolverines for Ann Arbor. I don't think a lot of people in Ann Arbor are real happy. Just like in East Lansing, we wouldn't be happy if we lost to them. But they seem to take it a little bit harder every single year, Harvey. Well, there's winners and losers at the end of every game, and their expectations at uh, some of the universities are a lot higher. It was uh, someone had to lose. Both teams going to the game undefeated, and someone had to come out with a loss. Um, hopefully, uh, both teams continue to have great seasons and represent our state in the best fashion. Yeah, the biggest game between the two since 1964. Both teams were undefeated, nationally ranked, and Michigan State came out on top. As a matter of fact, in the first poll out of the year, albeit I think it's really high, Michigan State is ranked number three. So what is also almost the same as 1964, Harvey Freed? Mortgage rates are ah. as, as low, if not lower, in 2021, on November 3rd, 2021, as they were in 1964. And we're being joined now by Lisa Lawson, the Google of our office. Lisa is coming on the podcast. And while we wait for Lisa so we can introduce her properly, there she is. Hi, Lisa Lawson. How are you? Hello. There she is, the Google of the office. Lisa, we're talking about interest rates, the lowest they've been. And we'll just keep modern day because... If we talk going back into the leather helmet days, University of Michigan was a powerhouse. Now in the modern times, not so much. But what is reality right now is eight out of the last 10 years, okay, in eight out of the last 10 years, we are experiencing the lowest mortgage rates in eight out of the last 10 years. So you're going to say to me, Harvey and Lisa, Harry, what two years were lower than they are now? Well... How about last year and in 2019? Okay, so so what you have here is a situation where rates have continued to stay very, very low. So what does that mean, Harvey? What does that mean to you? I want to know what that means. That's not a difficult question. You got the agenda beforehand. What does that mean to you right now? Well, I I see a great opportunity for a lot of families out there. Not only can they, obviously, if they haven't taken advantage of refinancing to a lower interest rate, if they bought the house six or seven years ago, the opportunity is really in the cash out refinance world. Um, Many young couples, uh, we spoke about this on the radio show, they're starting to have children. They might be carrying some old student uh, loan debt, high credit cards. Um, A lot of them have been rebuilding their credit. And I see a great opportunity. In fact, the file I'm going to be writing up right now is just a nice little cash out loan. It really is going to put this family back where they need to be. Um, earlier this year, they 
shelter house. They have four children and two dogs, and they didn't get a lot of action on the house. They didn't get any offers. And it's really strange in today's market to have a house on the market and not get any offers. Well, it turns out, Harry, they really need to take this cash out, the equity that they have, and now they can use that money to fix up the house. I was then, we took the house off the market. I spoke to the real estate agent. He's going to try to sell it next year or the year after that. This gives a family an opportunity to not only get a lower interest rate, but to pay off, they're going to pay off about six to $8,000 of credit card debt. And what's now, that, that going to do their overall payment and their cash flow per month, Harvey? What's that? That's going to save them how much? Well, it's not only going to save them money by getting rid of that toxic debt, Harry, these credit cards are over 18%, but it's going to leave them with $25,000 that they're going to be able to repaint their home, redo the floors, and redo the landscape that these dogs completely tore up. So there's these type of opportunities out there, and that still makes these low interest rates really exciting for any homeowner. I love that. Lisa Lawson, rates are still really low. I know you're doing a lot of purchase business and refinance business. Right now, going into the winter, and yes, everybody, it is winter. It is cold out. It was 35 degrees when I drove in today. Uh, Lisa, what do these low rates mean for you? I mean, obviously, it's an increase in spending power. I mean, yes, we're still doing refis, and the refi rates are still super competitive and great. So if you haven't called, please do now, because you'll miss out on the opportunity. Rates will go up, and you're going to be kicking yourself that you didn't do it. But it means increased buying power for people. Um, whether they're trying to upgrade their home, whether they're trying to get into their first home, you know, as rates continue to move up, your the buying power you have goes down because the rate affects the payment, which affects the debt to income ratio. So this is the time to take advantage of all of that. Get the house that you want. Get the house of your dreams. Don't have to settle um, if you get in with a very low rate. So there's so many other reasons to be looking into purchasing right now, or even refinancing, consolidating debt, lowering your term, whatever it is, just make the call. Well, I'm going to give you guys a little statistic here and for everybody out there listening. Yeah, refinancing might be cooling down, but why should it be, Lisa and Harvey? Why? Well, the statistics say that half of the equity in homes are with people that have 30-year rates above, above 3.5%. So like we said, cash out opportunities are strong and with rates going up, yes, they are going up. We talk about this and we'll get into that in our next segment here. What are you waiting for? Lisa said it best. What are you waiting for? So Harvey Freed, I will tell you this, that half the people that have equity in their homes right now and are able to refinance either to a rate term or a cash out are over three and a half percent. Now, three and a half is still very, very low. But if you can get a lower rate and take cash out, like we're doing for clients and you're doing for clients, Harvey and Lisa, what are you waiting for? Okay, so let's talk about the Fed meeting today and what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? The Fed's meeting today, we're going to talk about taper talk. What does taper talk mean? Taper talk is the Fed is going to taper their buying of bonds, okay? They're going conti- to They're going to start to taper the subsidization of the government bonds that lead to low mortgage rates. In other words, they're going to go ahead and less incentivize, less stimulate the economy because, Harvey, they feel the economy is going to come back on its own. And to taper buying of bonds, will go ahead and rise short-term Fed funds rates, which affect can affect mortgage interest rates. Right now, the last week or two, Rates have actually gotten a little bit better, maybe a little bit here, maybe there, but it's been stabilized. 
So, Harvey, I'm looking like this, and it's a panel discussion I want to have with both of you. What's going to happen? What's going to happen today? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I hope no change in our marketplace here. And I think it's sort of segue as you were discussing that. We talk a lot about the 30-year mortgages. We talk about the 15-year mortgages. But I like to focus on what's right in between there is the 20-year mortgage. Again, a lot of families we're talking about who have bought homes in the last three or four or five years, they can take advantage of a lower rate by dropping to that 20-year fixed rate. So uh, hopefully no change today in the mortgage interest rates. We'll see what the Fed says. Um, they have to be careful because their words do mean a lot. Um, last time, just a couple of words were thrown out there at the last Fed funds meeting and the rates did trickle up. And now, again, as you mentioned here, there's been a two week window where they did trickle back down. We are going into this Christmas holiday season. Uh, Thanksgiving's around the corner, of course, at the end of this month. And they're talking about supply and demand in the world of toys. They're still finding a shortage in automotive parts. The world has changed due to COVID. It's been significant, but this has allowed, the COVID times have allowed so many families to maybe again, get rid of the toxic debt. We talk about that 30 year mortgage or 15, drop it down to a 20 year mortgage, build so much more equity in your house and use the equity in your house to get rid of those high toxic interest rates. Now, when if the Fed does make a move, Harry, we're going to see it on the adjustable rate mortgages. A lot of families out there have these five one arms, seven one arm, ten one arms. Those are going to change this month. We're going to see a little bump there. And then also, so many families have locked themselves into these home equity loans. Well, home equity lines of credit are typically based on moving moving every month. And these type of meetings will affect these type of short, these short-term interest rates, these home equity lines of credit. So we do want to stand by and see what the Fed has to say, but we urge families. Again, if you're thinking about buying a house this spring, as we see prices in inventory, uh, inventory is still very tight, maybe consider doing it this winter time. There might be the last window of opportunity before these home prices go up again in the spring of 2022. Excellent. I love that segue, Harvey. I think that the, uh, the refi talk and saving people money, uh, I love that. And it's a great segue into home ownership. And who better to talk home ownership with Lisa Lawson? Lisa, let's talk a little about home ownership. You've had Matt Bush on, one of your realtors. We had we had uh, Doug Andrews on the show. These are two of your realtor partners on there. Let me give you some statistics right now about home ownership. In the United States right now, 65.5% of Americans own their own home. Okay, the low was almost 63% in 2016, and the high was about 68%. Um, in the United States. By region, Lisa, the Midwest leads the way in everything. Almost 71% of families own their own home here in the Midwest. Why? Because it's the most affordable, Lisa. So what are we seeing with your realtor partners? Let's talk home ownership, Lisa Lawson. Where do you see the trend and what's going on right now with your realtors in your market? And uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think if Homeownership is something that anybody's ever aspired to, to do. They should be looking into it now because not only are the rates phenomenal, so it increases your buying power. There's programs out there for first-time home buyers that do everything from offer down payment assistance if you qualify to reduced PMI rates. You can put as little as 3% down if you haven't owned a home in three years. So, you know, making homeownership attainable is really the goal here. We're not here to drown anybody. 
you know, we're not here to make anyone house poor. All these guidelines have been put into place so these first-time home buyers can buy a home with success, stay in that home, build equity. And equity is wealth. It's wealth for you. It's wealth for your family. It might not be cash in your pocket as you accumulate that equity, but what it could be there when you need it. You might have an emergency that you need, or all of a sudden your kid needs a college education and then that, you know, that you've decided to foot the bill on, or you maybe have gotten yourself in a little too much debt that you thought you could handle or something's changed with your job. That equity can, can assist you with all those scenarios. Um, So it can set people up for financial success, especially if it's used responsibly. So I think, you know, homeownership is so important. Not only does it give people a sense of self and sense of community, it can really help you financially in the long run, you know, generate wealth for you and your family. Lisa, I'm out in the streets talking to realtors. I talk to them on the phone. I go in their office. I uh, have been doing it for a long time. We don't make a big deal out of it because, see, I'm just supposed to be behind the scenes making sure everybody else gets business. But now it's a different time. You got to go out on the street. and You got to do what you got to do. Never stop. But you, you have to do it now more than ever. And the realtors are telling me, and Doug Andrews said it on our show last week, they just had the best October, the best month, I think, all year long. Yeah. All right. So there is no, and it's, again, all you have to do is the math. If there's a shortage of homes listed and more buyers, that says to me, Lisa, and to Doug, and to all the realtors out there, that there are plenty of buyers out there and business is going to be strong going forward. Yeah. And I'm sure Harvey's in the same boat that I am, is I'm still getting people calling saying I need to get pre-approved. I want to buy a house. Let's get pre-approved. So there's definitely no shortage of buyers. It really isn't. And I think the shortage of homes is lessening. I think it isn't nearly as bad as it was in the beginning of the spring and early summer. I think right now, you know, I'm not saying that there isn't a shortage. It might be a shortage of the type of house that you want or at the price point you want. But I do think that that is getting a little better than it had been. So um, if you were avoiding the market because you heard all the horror stories that you go out there and there's 30 offers and 100 people lined up outside, you know, that really isn't the case right now. So you should take this little opportunity to really get out there and look. A lot of people don't want to be buying a home and moving in the winter. So that, you know, can work to people's advantage and people should get out there and look right now. Yeah, that's an awesome, awesome statement, Lisa. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast for November 3rd, 2021, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fair Independent Mortgage Corporation, equal housing lender. We also are on 97.1 FM. For the last 23 years, Harvey and I have been hosting a show called the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, again, brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding. And on that show, we bring in real estate attorneys, We bring in estate planning attorneys, we bring in financial planners, we bring in home inspectors, and we also bring in Mike Tomchak from Paramount Appraisals, who will tell you that right now, and he even said it, and he was emphatic about it, Harvey Freed, home values are going up, right? Home values are going up, lack of inventory, and let's talk a little bit current events. I'll start with you, Harvey and Lisa. Maybe you guys read this. Maybe you read Zillow laid off 25% of their workforce, okay? Now, everybody thinks Zillow is just a website that you go on, you click on, and they give you a fictitious value of your house. But that's not true. Zillow had an arm that they were buying and flipping homes. So now with a decrease in homes that are on the market that they can't go into major metropolitan areas and gobble up and flip and sell, okay, what do you think has happened, Harvey? 
Well, yeah, that shortage of homes, they don't need all those people in the industry. And I'm sorry to say that there's been a, an abundance of new real estate agents entering into our marketplace. Um, the labor force is horrible out there. Uh, locally here, we see it. We drive to the local uh, fast food establishments, your, uh, your Starbucks, your coffee shops, and they're having trouble finding uh, employees. The labor shortage has really taken a huge effect on what's going on. Now Zillow's going to feel a little bit of it. They were sort of taking advantage of not-so-savvy sellers, Harry, and they were trying to, as you mentioned, gobble up some properties that they could flip. Yesterday, I received in the mail a picture of my own home, which was taken from Zillow, and they said, here, we've got a picture of your home off of Google, actually, in this case. And this company, which is a brand-new company, Strangers, I've reached out to them to try to find out they're going to try to take advantage of you. Um, what they offer is they want to make you a fair cash offer. Well, that's probably under market value. They want to, you can pick your own closing date. There's no inspections or appraisals. And they write on here, there's no realtor fees. Well, that sounds all fine and dandy. But the first thing I said when I picked it up and I reached out to this person who hasn't called me back yet is where am I going to move to? So if it's so easy for everyone's gotten into our industry, they're, that's um, on, yeah, you know what? That's on, you know, Harvey, I look at it like this. If there are people out there and what's happening is now there are no homes on there on the market like there were before. If, if somebody wants to call somebody up and make a cash offer and they're going to net out the same as they're going to get in any way, then that's up to somebody to take the offer or not take the offer. Where they move to is immaterial. But but this is what I'm saying there. You can't doing it yourself. There are a lot of things you can do yourself. But I think you should always gather the information. And what you're saying, Harvey, and I hear you loud and clear, is they should call a professional and get a second, third, and fourth opinion. Oh, Communication yeah. is the key. All right? If, if chances are, and you know the old adage, if somebody's making a, a, a deal that's too good to be true, chances are it is. You need to do your homework, and you need to check it out. So. You know, I'm sorry that that I don't want to see a shrinking workforce. I want to see an increasing workforce. I want the service industries to get back on. To, you know, Zillow is in the mortgage business or in the real estate business or in, in the title business or in every business that conflicts. My opinion is this. It's about communication and about knowledge, Harvey and Lisa. No two finer people that know, have more knowledge and more experience in years in this industry than you and Lisa, Harvey. So all people have to do, and us in general, and, and I don't mind, you know, going out there and, and repping for our company and saying, hey, just give us a call. You know, if you don't want to do business with us, that's fine. But you should collect information like we collect information, educate people. And Lisa, you're really good at that. Harvey, you're good at that. We, we stress education here. And Lisa, if somebody calls you up and makes you just some kind of insane offer on your house, don't don't red flags have to go up? I mean, does it? I mean, it, yeah. it stuck out in Harvey's mind. Harvey's curious anyways. Har if Harvey got a Nigerian lotto thing, he's making that call. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, we want to know what's going on. Is it real or not real? And Lisa, we got to figure out if things are legitimate or illegitimate. Yeah, yeah you know, I, it, I find it sometimes amusing that this is like usually the 
the general population's largest transaction. They will never spend as much money as they do on their own home, but they will fall for, I hate to say it, every gimmick in the book to save a buck, right? This is the time you don't want to save a dollar. This is the time that you want professionals, that you want someone with experience, that you want people who know what they are doing in your corner. Because I hate to say it, sometimes things do go wrong. Sometimes we don't have clear titles. Sometimes this, that, and everything happens, and you aren't going to be able to navigate those waters without the experience or someone on your team who's experienced. So, you know, no offense to the for sale by owner situation um, or the, I want to buy it. I don't need a buying agent. You know what I mean? I'm going to do it my way to save a buck. Sometimes, you know, that can really get messy and without having someone who knows all the steps and that's, you know, covering your back, making sure that all these things are done. So you don't end up with, um, you know, a mess to clean up later you know, you're, you're really doing yourself a disservice, especially since this is, like I said, usually the largest transaction anybody's going to have in their lifetime. Protect yourself. Use the experts. Exactly. Lisa Lawson and Harvey Freed. I'm going to give ladies first. We're going to give Lisa Lawson the last words for the day. Then I'll go to you, Harvey, and then we'll wrap it up. Lisa? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, we're here. Um, give us a call, whether it's a refinance question, a purchase question, you know, even if you're already working with another lender, I'd rather you give us a call and get correct information. And guess what? If we don't know, we're going to look it up and call you back. We're, we're going to get you the correct information so you can move forward, whether it's with a purchase or a refinance, you know, being educated and making the right decision for you and your family is the most important. Excellent. Harvey Freed. Yeah, uh, we had a uh, last Saturday show here. We got into some full detail talking about appraisals with a, a licensed appraiser here in the state of Michigan. We, he talked about what adds value in your house um, detached garages, finishing the kitchen. Of course, we always know kitchen and bathrooms, but understand that when you're reading a listing or when you're looking at a home, what living space is, is necessarily considered square footed. So we talked about the walkout basements here in Michigan, the daylight windows, and how to make sure that you're really educated when you're looking at that house for your family and try to break down everything so that you understand square footage versus living space. And furthermore, Harry, having uh, Jeff Fletcher on uh, Fletcher Inspections, how important that inspection is. We talked about it, the rainiest 2021 ever, one of the rainiest seasons we've ever had, and how important it is. My own family out there looking at a home, he made three different house offers, all accepted. Three of them did not pass inspection. We got our fingers crossed on this next one. Foundations, grading, these are the things you got to look out for and things that can cost you a lot of money down the road. Yeah, we always say that, Harvey. We've said it for a long time. We'll continue to say it. Always get an inspection, whether it's a pass-fail. Um, doesn't have to be to renegotiate, but you got to know what's going on in that house. Never waive that inspection. The recap, listen, we talked about rates. They've been steady and strong. They've been the lowest eight out of the last 10 years. Fed's meeting today. What's going to happen? Look for that magic word, taper, T-A-P-E-R, taper talk is going to happen. Home ownership, about 65.5% of Americans own their own home. That's great. The low was 63%. The high was 68%-ish. Should go higher. Here in the Midwest, we are the most affordable. That's never going to change. Always been that way. It's going to continue to remain that way. There's no surprise in that. Uh, we talked about a little current events. Um, don't like to see anybody lose their job. It's those laying off 25% of their workforce today. And last but certainly not least, refinancing is cooling down. But why should it? Over half the people in the United States have interest rates and equity in their house over 3.5% on a 30-year. Can you imagine, as Harvey 
pointed out, what would that be on a 20-year fixed rate? The rate would be a lot lower. So you just got to make the call. You got to do the math. For Roberto Beauchene in the booth, our producer-director, thank you, Roberto. For Lisa Lawson, the ghoul in our office, for Harvey Freed, Hardcore Mortars Real Estate Business Show heard every week, 97.1 FM here in Detroit from 9 to 10. I am Harry Glantz, and we appreciate you listening. Thank you, everybody.